What I wanted to talk about today is taking the bigger picture as we move through these changes that are happening and these welcoming changes. Well, sometimes they'll be welcome. We may have to close down again. That wouldn't be very welcome, but necessary. Uh, so just like it's been a really interesting year, ebbs and flows, seeing how we can move within these ebbs and flows according to the practice, you know, and paying attention to when we feel really happy that things are going in this direction. And then again, when do we feel really depressed or uncertain or frustrated, anxious when things are going in another direction? You know, just watching this and asking, our, asking ourselves the question, you know, who is it that's elated? Who is it that's confused? Who is it that's angry, that's frustrated, that's depressed? Who is it? What's this about? Because that is the place where we can make a difference, where we can identify what we're saying to ourselves and recognize that, oh, this is ego. This is whatever it is, me taking a stand, me wanting a position, me wanting, uh, needing, thinking that I need to be with other people. You know, this is really beautiful and I'm feeling really happy right now personally. And it might not last, you know, the, I mean, it's guaranteed that I'm not gonna feel this, it's not gonna last, it's a mood, it's conditioned on it's a lovely result of being in the presence of you, Kalyanamitas and Jessica. This is really sweet for me to have Jessica sitting up here next to me. <laughs> My mind instantly goes to, and I almost said this to you downstairs, we should do this every week. <laughs> I want you to sit up here with me. And then sometimes you teach, sometimes I teach. Wouldn't that be lovely? I was doing that during the meditation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, no, I'm getting excited. <laughs> it's natural. It's natural. These are the conditions. And if we don't pick them up and make them about me, then we, we're not tying our power. We're not tying our happiness to the condition. We're just recognizing this feels good. That's the, this is the human realm. It feels good. If we tie ourselves to this, Jessica, you know, I've, I I have to have you here every week. So figure it out. <laughs> Get back to me when you got, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's going to make her miserable, which is going to make me miserable. You know, we don't, that's tying ourselves to the conditions. It's tying our happiness to, we don't want to let it go. Oh, this condition feels good. Let's do it every week. Now, you make sure that happens. I'm a little busy. <laughs> you know, that's, that's going to be miserable. And it's really obvious when we put it this way. It's not so obvious when we're just going throughout our day. We don't have people to check in with. 
on this or even just to explore, you know, I had this funny thought and da 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 and then they go, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. And, and then laughing about our predicament and letting it go. Like, I don't have to pick that up. I remember, I'm recalling a uh, conversation. I, I think it was at tea time, when Corpasano once saying, telling the story about, um, it's in one of the Dhamma books as well, but he was telling the story about somebody came to Ajahn Chah and was reading his palm. He was a palm reader and he asked Ajahn Chah if he could read his palm and Ajahn Chah decided to humor him and said, yeah, sure. Just notice I have paint on my hands. <laughs> yeah, you can read my hand, my palm. And so man came up and read it and he goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Lumpur, you have a lot of anger. I didn't think this was possible. You have a lot of anger. And Ajahn Chah said, yeah, yeah, I have a lot of anger. I just don't pick it up. It's like, yeah, this is the human realm. The Buddha talked about Mara coming to visit him in the cave somewhere. And whoever was the attendant outside, I'm not recalling who it was at the time. I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I might have been a bird in the tree, but I don't recall. <laughs> Anyway, some, an attempt at stopping Mara. No, you can't go in. He's meditating. He's, and the Buddha said, oh, let him in. Let him in. It's okay. And so Mara goes in, and they have all this conversation, you know, just about, I'm tired of being Mara. <laughs> Everyone hates me. And, you know, I've been doing this long enough. And the Buddha said, yeah, yeah. And, you know, time will change. Apparently, Moggallana was Mara-like. I don't know how many times, 39 times or 26 times, you know, and those are eons and eons that you're, you're there. And then he eventually made it uh, to our hauntship. But anyway, looking at this is the human realm. Anger comes up. We don't have to pick it up as if it means something about us. It's old karma. You know, it's just like, okay, somebody just spoke to me in a really nasty way. I'm not very happy right now. I'm pretty, I'm, oh, I can feel anger coming up and maybe trying to change the conversation a little. Oh, oh, person's still angry. I think I'll walk away, you know, or, you know, whatever we do, I'm not going to take my next action. My next movement is not going to be based on a person who's angry. There's this feeling of anger based on the conditions and karma and I'm not going to act on it. I'm going to move away from this. Personally, I will move away from the situation. Now, another person might have, because that's a limit of my skill. I have to move away if I get into a situation where I'm angry. So now be warned. If I ever walk away from you unexpectedly, you'll know why. Another person ha can have the equanimity that, uh, to such a mature degree that they can stay present in, in, in that, in somebody being upset with them and them feeling this anger coming up and still not pick it up. I'm not there yet. But there are people who, who can do that, and that's what we're working toward, to see that difference, that separation. So one of the ways we can practice at this time in, in, in small ways is 
looking at the bigger picture as opposed to I'm mad and and I got to do something about it and and if I can't do it then Jessica's got to do something about it or Alistair does or Jane's got to fix this or whatever instead of going there that's picking it up instead of going there and blaming others we ask ourselves that question who who's upset here who's mad and in asking ourselves that question we can start to see what it is how we're picking it up how are we identifying with it how because we when we identify oh let me put it this way when we project our problem onto another person they've got to change when we're projecting that's from a place of delusion that's from a place of either anger ill either ill will delusion or greed it's you know we're we're caught in the poisons and we're identifying with it and now without recognizing that it's our poison it's our mishandling we project it out on others so when we when we find ourselves projecting out on others that's a perfect opportunity to ask yourself this question why well, who's who's angry right now who's making this demand who's complaining you know ask ourselves that question it's our ego it's our grasping and identifying with ill will or delusion or greed just look at it what a grand opportunity when we see in this bigger picture you know this that's the bigger picture is being aware of what is actually happening inside with our karma our emotions our our, our thought process our projections our fear our anxiety or whatever it is just being aware of this is what's arisen that's not identifying with it it's being aware of it it broadens our choices so that we can choose to not take action based on ill will delusion or greed when we do this we're not going to suffer we're not going to suffer we might be in grief of losing a partner or a dog or whatever we might be sad uh, we might be feeling happy because of the conditions we might be feeling angry because of the conditions but we're not going to grasp or push away or just throw our thumbs up and like I don't, there's nothing I can do about it. There is something you can do about it. You can be aware of what's going on. That will keep us from projecting out onto other people, from giving over our, our power. You know, when that's a deluded state, thinking, I can't do anything about it. I can't be happy until that person changes. You want to be happy then. We can. We can be happy. We can allow that arisen felt of anger to pass through without taking any action on it and then maybe to walk away because we're afraid we don't have we're not sure we have the strength to not yell hit cry whatever we're not sure we have the strength so for me 
then I need to walk away. That's not going to be everybody's antidote. That's going to, but that is mine. And then reflect. Who's angry here? Oh, it's not really a who. It's a what's going on. What just happened? Oh, something got stirred up. And there's this thought in my head that that person needs to shut up <laughs> or that person needs to stick around or I have no idea what that person's up to, but I don't want anything to do with it. And da, 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 da. You know, just like, uh, or, or. But we can do something about it. We cannot take it. We can reflect inwardly. So there's ways that we take a position that narrows down our experience of the greater picture. Now, again, I'm going to bring this up as far as we're, we're beginning to enter into community again. We know that Longpur Pasano is on his way here in two months' time, May, June, sometime in June, so five weeks, maybe six weeks. That could change. But he's coming to Pacific Hermitage, he's going to be around, and, and Ajahn Karanadama. And they're going to be around, and they're going to be here once a month. Actually, I don't know if Ajahn Karanadama is certainly invited. I certainly hope so, but, you know, I don't, I don't know for sure if he'll be coming. I think he probably will, but... <laughs> so, as we're here today, bringing up the question in our hearts, in our mind, as we prepare for Mankarpasana and Ajakarna Dhamma to be here with us in person and on Zoom once a month for several months, how do we prepare? How do we prepare for them? How do we want this center to look? How do we want them to? What do we hope they feel when they come in? You know, keeping this in mind when we, you know, use the restroom and I just realized I didn't put more toilet paper in the restroom. And so it may be low. And so if anyone knows where the toilet paper is, maybe if you see it's low, going down and getting it and not waiting for somebody else to do it. If the floor needs vacuuming, you know, pull out the vacuum. Uh, Jessica's water or tea looks like it's low, supporting the teacher, you know, offering her your support. Um, thinking about the bigger picture. This reminds me of Alistair. This theme came up for me actually this morning. Alistair and I are having coffee, first coffees. <laughs> and he brought up this lovely. Uh, story that I'd heard many, many years ago. And it was about a traveler who decided to go to a far distance village or just do some traveling. 
And so he comes across this village I had not been in before, and there's a whole bunch of hustle bustle happening, whole bunch of activity happening. And he's wondering what is going on. So he sees a, somebody working on some kind of stone thing and he, he walks up to him and says, excuse me, sir, I, I'm just a traveler from a distant village and I know that I see there's a hustle bustle going on here. What's happening? What's going on in the village? And he says, oh, I'm, I'm a masoner and I'm building cornerstones. And he gets back to work and he goes, oh, okay, yeah. And he goes off to another person, sees another person, and he goes up to him and he says, excuse me, sir, I'm a villager from a far distant place and I just see a lot of activity going on. What's going on here? Oh, I'm a, I'm a carver and I'm making this big, beautiful door here and shows him the floral pattern and blah, blah, blah. And he's feeling really happy and enjoying his process. Okay, right, that's lovely. Go, go on, go, go do your work and travels on. He's still kind of confused. What's, what is happening here? And he, and he sees this woman who's sweeping up the masonry chips of stone and the chips of the wood and wood and he goes up to her and he, excuse me ma'am I am a far I'm from a distant village and I just wandered into your area and I'm wondering what is the hustle bustle what's everybody what's going on here what do you, what are you doing and she goes I'm building a cathedral now all of them were working on the cathedral two of them were stuck in their position of what it meant to be working on the cathedral. One of them was open to the joy and the beauty of a lar the larger picture. I'm working on a I'm building a cathedral. We are supplying anybody who wants to come into contact with teachers that both Jessica, well, all three, Alistair, Jessica, and myself had all gained great benefit from coming into contact with. And we're constantly doing what we can to support you and people at home to come into contact. That was the whole purpose of founding this place in the first place. Providing a sanctuary where people can come into contact with very, what our experience has been, very mature spiritual teachers, spiritual friends who are willing to share their experience, their understanding, and guide us. You know, drawing near. Just as important to draw near the female monastics as it is to draw near the male monastics. And we have been very fortunate over the last few years of getting a balance there. Lumpur Pasano is the original inspiration of this place. He is the person who I made the original offer to and he accepted it 
and he's come up almost every single year since. Ajahn Tanisaro has been here every year since he first came up, which was a year after we first established. You know, we are really lucky and each one of us can remember, pull up in your mind and feel it in your heart, what we are doing here. We're providing a place where anybody can come in and benefit from possibly that's the potential of great benefit from these spiritually quite mature, I can't tell you what level they're at, more mature than, I can tell you they're more mature than me. <laughs> and so the benefit continues, you know, and, and this is what Donna is about giving and receiving, receiving these teachings, benefiting from these teachings, inspired by this benefit that we acknowledge every step of the way, the, the smallest steps to the biggest steps, and being spontaneously based on that, inspired to support the bigger picture so others can also benefit. So with that, Jessica, if it's anything you would like to add or share or, yeah, um, uh, my husband and I fought a bunch yesterday about barbecue sauce, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why, because it wasn't about barbecue sauce. <laughs> We're moving into a more, you know, interesting, another interesting time. We're having a transition. Things are opening up. They're closing. They're opening. They're closing. And uh, I don't love transitions. <laughs> Some of us are better at them than others, I think. And uh, I've always been a little bit of uh, uh, two feet on the brakes. <clears throat> you know, the Buddha... He didn't answer, he didn't answer questions, he didn't engage in inquiries or conversations that he didn't consider to be productive, um, useful, skillful. And uh, I see that in our in our teachers too. Um, people was talking about Corpasano uh, and the other senior teachers. Uh, they they don't engage in inquiries that, that aren't useful, that aren't skillful. And, and often, you know, in my experience, when I've asked one of them a question, particularly uh, Longpore, ask him a question, he'll give me the answer he thinks I need. Yeah. <laughs> it might not resemble the question <laughs> very closely. And, you know, I'm trying to, as I, you know, start to move through this transition period, this particular transition period coming up, um, I'm encouraging myself to look at the deeper questions behind my own reactions, my own responses, my own behaviors, 
you know, when my husband said yesterday, do you want to make the sauce or do you want me to buy the sauce? <laughs> I mean, the, the best answer would have been, I'm having a lot of anxiety about the future right now. What was your answer? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> He bought it. <laughs> but you know, the, the answer, the useful inquiry in the moment would have been, hey, I'm caught up in the details right now. And actually my heart is in the bigger picture. Now, yeah, so I'm I'm trying to stay present for when the problem looks like that tip of the iceberg. <laughs> right? But actually there's this whole sort of universe underneath um, uh, where you know, my heart is meeting the conditions around me and, and trying to stay steady. <clears throat> um, uh, so, you know, just to keep it brief, um, it's really, it's quite lovely to be here. It, you know, it didn't hurt that uh, the sun is shining, I have the windows down, and you know, the, the, the journey here was uh, really lovely. I really wasn't too present for it, though. I took the wrong exit and then <laughs> walked up the wrong street. <laughs> really, I was really just kind of in the clouds, and uh, I feel a bit like that uh, right now to be here. You know, with you and with you and with you uh, is lovely, and I'm looking forward to um, you know more of this, but also more than that, navigating it together as appropriate. Yeah. And, and I appreciate the the guidance and encouragement around that. <laughs>